brought to you by Freedom Experience Ministry, Machindye, Kampala, Uganda. These teachings express the triune God in His Word as life to impart, light to shine, grace to enjoy, and truth realize. And now, let's listen to Pastor Dennis Matovu. Freedom Experience, Experiencing Christ. Diana Freedom Experience Ministry. I know you're ready to listen from the man of God. This is our lunch hour service here in the studio with Pastor Dennis Matovu. I know you're ready to listen. You're ready to learn. You're ready to be delivered the word of God. Right now, let me welcome Pastor Dennis Matovu to take us forward. Right. We bless God. Bless God. We bless God. Wherever you are tuning from, we just want to take this opportunity to say God bless you. Thank you for being supportive by listening, for being uh, faithful to follow. Wonderful ministration. This is Freedom Experience Ministry coming live. Wherever you are, maybe in your sitting room, maybe when you are on the move, maybe you are at your place of work. We are come to minister to you the word of life. We trust God. As we share the word, you are always seeing the light of life. I'm Pastor Dennis and uh, we are coming from Freedom Experience Ministry and I bless God those of you that have been following. In case you have not been following our lunch hour, you'll see that you are going to get difficulties in uh, finding out. But I trust the Lord you follow from wherever you find us. But we've been having a series of teachings and uh, we have been showing some stuff, the lessons that we learn from the stories in the book of John. We are taking it in the way of life. We want to see that you see practical experience in the word of God. We want to see that you see building, building materials from the scriptures. You can build your life in ministry and in, in your, your way of life. You may continue to see this wonderful Christ as your life, as your portion. Praise the Lord. Even today we have a wonderful lesson. We are we have been going through John and now we are in chapter 7. And we are going to be relating chapter 7 uh, basically, but we are going to also do a, a flashback in chapter 6. See? And uh, we shall continue. It is a continuation of our messages. And, uh, today's message says lessons from the scene of the Feast of Tabernacles. So we want to see the lesson today that we can learn from this Feast of Tabernacles. Now what we are doing is that we want to see that any statement and story and any event that Jesus did, we try to locate where life is, where we can have application. How can we uh, not just read the, the, the story and leave it there? But we see the depth of the story. Why it was included. What can we get from it? For example, we have been learning lessons from John chapter 2, chapter 3, 4, 5, 6. And, uh, we are now in chapter 7 we started on it yesterday and uh, want also to continue today now in case you missed it you always visit our website you may also check with the, within our podcast you check the lunch hours but basically it is better for you to visit the website of freedom experience ministry so we were seeing this Jesus at the feast of the tabernacles and uh, the bible says in verse 1 and Two. After these things, Jesus walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Judea because the Jews sought to kill him. That is verse 1. But now verse 2 is important. It says that now the Jews' feast of the tabernacles was 
Yeah. So, remember that they were celebrating several feasts. In chapter 6, we saw that they had the celebration of the feast of the Passover. And the entire chapter 6 is showing us that Jesus is the exact Passover lamb that was also the bread of life that these people that were hungry had to feast on on the day of their Passover. Now when we come to chapter 7, there is another feast they are talking about which is the feast of the tabernacles. Now if you are not following and you are not observing, you think that John was just positioning things he, but we see that he first had to talk about the Passover. Then he talks about the Feast of the Tabernacles. On the Passover, he says people were hungry. And on the feast, they are, they, they are mentioning John 737 that they are thirsty. So, meaning that the two feasts and the two stories. Jesus wants us to see something. He is our bread of life. To quench our hunger. To satisfy our hunger. He is our water of life. To quench our thirst. Now I want now to join them. Then I concentrate on chapter 7. Now if you see the thought concerning these two feasts. You will see that the two phases of man's condition and are mentioned here. Man has got two conditions. But also we are going to see that there are two aspects of Christ as our supplier of life. He supplies life to us. On the one hand, he is the bread of life. While we are laboring, he is the bread of life. He's always there to feed us as we are laboring. Praise the Lord. Because we saw that they were laboring in John 6. People were near the sea doing their business. As they were laboring, they became hungry. So as we are laboring, we always need to eat so that we are satisfied. But on the other hand, Christ supplies us with the living water while we are resting. In chapter 7, it was posing a resting scenario. Whereas in chapter 6, we are seeing a laboring of people that were hungry. So whereas in chapter 6, there was a laboring, John chapter 7 shows us a resting whereby people begin to feast and enjoy. As they are enjoying, they become thirsty. So once you see this thought while reading John chapter 6 and 7 you understand the entire chapter 7 why it was next to John 6. It might be appearing as a long chapter but we have a brief thought in it. That is the thought uh, that says that when you have succeeded in all your achievements when you have enjoyed all of your possessions when you have rejoiced in all of your best circumstances the good things that have happened you will realize that your thirst has not been quenched you might be successful in other things but after everything even acquiring a money even acquiring higher education you see that there is a, even a thirst that is, remains there and this thirst cannot be quenched by any of the things you have achieved. Nothing will be adequate for you. Nothing will quench your, your thirst. The only solution is the Lord Jesus Christ is the only one that can quench our thirst. The one that can quench, uh, uh, satisfy our 
hunger. We need to afford him as the living water. Now I hope you are following. And even if you were not with us, you can now know what we have been talking about. So we have been seeing the, the difference between uh, between the feast in, of the Passover in chapter 6 and also in chapter 7 the feast of the tabernacle. Now this makes me to take you back now in the Old Testament to see some things. Now we saw that in June chapter 6 it is also a uh, rather John chapter 7 what is there is a continuation of that which was in John chapter 6. This is what I mean. In chapter 6 of John people were hungry. It was a matter of food. But chapter 7 people are thirsty. It is a matter of water. So there is a connection there. Praise the name of Jesus. This is what we see and we want to learn from it. The feast of the Passover we are going to see uh, some verses in the Old Testament uh, concerning the feast of the Passover and the feast of the tabernacle. So we see that uh, the Passover was the first uh, activity or celebration in the annual Jewish feasts. When the year was beginning, the first feast is the feast of the Passover. This is why Jesus, the Lord changed the dates of, of the Jewish calendar and told them that the day of the Passover, let it be your first month of the year. But when you examine the book of Leviticus, you see that the feast of the tabernacles is, is the last. Whereas the Passover is the first. The tabernacle, the feast of the tabernacle is the last. I hope we can by this time read Leviticus 23 verse 5 and 34. Uh, it says verses 20 uh, chapter 23 chapter 23 I said I said chapter 23 we said we are going to read verses 5 and 34 in the 14th day of the first month of the or at the evening is the Lord's Passover so the Passover was celebrated in the first month of the year but on the 14th day if you are a Bible reader you discover that Jesus was crucified on the 14th day on the Passover day you check your Bible clear this dates much with the death of Jesus, the crucifixion of Jesus. Because Jesus is our Passover. Now, when we jump to verses 34, we discover that the Bible says, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, the fifteenth day of this seventh month shall be the feast of the tabernacles for seven days unto the Lord. Now you see that in this one chapter they are mentioned these two activities. The feast of the Passover as the first feast of the year it implies the beginning of man's life. The beginning of man's life. We are always having our exodus the day you get saved. When you read exodus so that's chapter 12 verse 2 to 3 and 6 I will try to read for you also because in the, in the future I'm going to just speak we are in Exodus chapter 12 
Verses, 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 uh, we said verses 2 and 3. The Bible says, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months, it shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak unto you unto the congregation of Israel, saying that in the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. Verse, verse 6 says that and you shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening so that's why if you have been following the scriptures clearly, you remember that even Jesus died he breathed the last breath on in the evening so these are the fulfillments of the scriptures in the Old Testament this is why we come back to see some, some life into these verses we have seen that uh, these verses they involve money they are showing us money seeking after satisfaction money seeking satisfaction and the results in man is hunger. When a person begins to seek for satisfaction, he begins to, 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 to be hungry. The feast of the tabernacles, we, yes, we have seen that it is the last feast of the year. This implies that it is it, it means the completion and success of man's life. For example, I'll show you every year that begins, people are, are thirsty, they are, they are like they are seeking satisfaction. They go to work here and there to fulfill their hunger. But once they are entering December, now they are entering seasons of resting. They have completed what they began in January. They are now living in completion and success. So this is why I'm telling you that the Passover being the first is implying man's beginning, uh, the beginning of man's life. Where man is involved and, and is seeking for satisfaction, then he falls into hunger. He needs to be fed, just as John 6 says. But the, the feast of the tabernacle being that it is the last of the year it implies that now man has completed and he is in completion and successful this is the success of man's life let us, let us on, uh, read Exodus 23 16 then I will try to uh, break down for you to, to understand we have said Exodus 23 16 and the feast of harvest, the first fruit of thy labors, which thou hast shown in sown in the field, and the feast of ingathering, which is in the end of the year, when thou shalt have gathered in your in thy labors out of the field. So they have mentioned the word the feast of ingathering. They were to feed from within in the tabernacle. I hope you get the picture. The feast of the ingathering. They were celebrating what their achievements. Now this is going to be it ends and it results in money's uh 
manifest because now they have they have enjoyed everything they are now in their resting but now thirst comes in that's why john 7 is after john 6 the feast of the tabernacle the feeding of the water comes after the, the, the drinking of the water comes after the eating of the bread praise jesus christ Amen. so jesus in these two scenarios is proving to us that he is the the bread of life that satisfies man's hunger and also in chapter 7 the feast of the tabernacle Jesus has promised us that he would flow forth the living water so that he quenches man's thirst until we know that man is hungry man is thirsty we will not seek God so we are bringing you this reality the feast of the Passover always happened in the early in the year when the people were working and laboring hard they are planting their seeds now, now the case of this of, of the feeding was necessary that's why the bible says he fed the 5,000 people the people that were working to fulfill their hunger to fill their hunger but they failed to be satisfied. They went to work, but they were not satisfied. There are many things we do seeking satisfaction. A, a man can love several women seeking satisfaction. A woman can love several men seeking satisfaction. Children can pursue education to the highest level seeking satisfaction. In any area, even the rich person wants to get rich but they end up hungry because all these things that they are laboring in they are working they are seeking they want to satisfy themselves but they, they fail praise the Lord Jesus comes in at the bread of life to satisfy us praise the Lord man has worked so much man has achieved several things but he finds out that even when he achieves the high position there is still that uh, uh, that hunger, hunger praise the lord Amen. there is a hunger for more so the feast of the tabernacle this one occurred at the time when the harvest was over so the people had to reap their corn and wine their corn which is uh, a ngano yawe the Bible says that that, that that is mentioned in Deuteronomy 16, 13 to 14. They had to come and reap their corn and wine. You can, you can read Deuteronomy 16, 13, 14. We see that everything of the harvest by this time had been reaped. And the people were come together at the Feast of Tabernacles to enjoy everything with their families and with their servants congratulating each other thank you for being faithful hard working you have been a wonderful labor they drink they eat so it is a feast of tabernacle and after eating and celebrating the end result is first they need something to feel them, to take out their, their, their fast. We must realize that during this feast of tabernacles, people are not laboring. Work is over. The crop has been reaped. The corn and the wine have been harvested. So that this is a time now of rejoicing. And now in their enjoyment, they end up in fast. They are still fasting. 
That's why we have we have seen that the Passover is in the first year, the first month. Praise Jesus Christ. So we see that also the, the first the Passover teaches us the new beginnings. We know that everyone, even the young people today, in our youthful stage, we are in our Passover. We have just started uh, started life. People are hard working. They are so much. They have high expectations. They are expecting to have a good job. They want to end up in graduation. They say after graduation, we will become professors, doctors, attorneys, lawyers. But they are, those are the expectations everyone would have in his beginnings. Once he achieves them, after he has finished his Passover, he has now achieved them. He has received the education. Again, he feels hungry. As if it is not enough. Jesus says, I am the bread. Life. to those that are hungry. I know you have walked, you have, passed, you have toiled, you have labored, you have even achieved, you have now good titles. They are calling you professor, doctor, lawyer, maybe president, but still the hunger is there. It cannot be taken by money. It is only taken through coming to Jesus Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is what the Lord is showing us today. He is the only one that can end our hunger. In that after your graduation, you still feel nothing but hunger. You have achieved your high position. You have attained your profession. But you are feeling more hunger. Even if you continue to go into higher studies, trying to, 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 to satisfy yourself, Still you feel it is not enough. This is what Ecclesiastes says, vanity. It is vanity. You need Christ. The more money you earn, the more dissatisfied you will be. This is vanity. Jesus has come to us as the bread of life to feed us, to satisfy us, to end our hunger. Praise the Lord. And the second point we learn that after man has acquired what he has worked for, he is now in his completion. He is now in his success of life. He is enjoying everything. Praise Jesus Christ. There is a realization that there is fast that will never be quenched by your achievements, by your completions, by your successes. This is what God put in man. God designed man that no matter he has achieved everything, he will end up feeling empty. This is why man has the spirit in him. That spirit cannot be satisfied by natural water, by money and every other stuff, by achieving all these things. This spirit you have is satisfied by God the spirit. Until God is in you, saturated in you, you always 
Seek for more. Praise the name of Jesus. So we have seen even these people, they had full harvest. They harvested their crops. And they even observed the feast of the tabernacle to enjoy what they have reaped as they are worshipping God. We have read the verses in Exodus. But we see that this feast, although they had completed, achieved, they have their success like the way you succeed in your career in your study in, your, in every matter of life maybe you have even become a religious person with such a, a joy and enjoyment you feel there is that that can only be quenched by Christ Jesus praise Jesus without Christ you will seek and seek and seek you will not be satisfied you go and examine the book of Ecclesiastes. Solomon says in the book of Ecclesiastes, everything is vanity. He said, I tried this and I tried this and Most people don't know why. Solomon ended up marrying 1,000 wives. It is that he was seeking, using his wisdom that God had given him to search what happens what happens when I love 700 and I add on 300 concubines? He said the end was fast. The end was hunger. He says everything that we are pursuing is vanity. He says when I acquired land, I built and I and had uh, plantations. I had the best things. I had the best servants. But everything ended up in vanity. He felt another longing, a hunger, a thirst that nothing of the things he had acquired satisfy him. This is why Jesus came. Praise Jesus. This is why Jesus came. Even the people that are rich, oh, they are in struggle. They are living restless times. Praise Jesus Christ. So the feast of the tabernacle implies the completion of your job, your achievement, your career, but we see that although you may be successful in your occupation, in your career, you must realize that it is not enough. There is still a thirst. And eventually you do, you try to work out every other aspect. Working your entire life, you will be thirsty the more. Because everything has a last day. If you, if you read a, a, a carefully John 7 you see that John 7 37 mentions something what I want to show you verse 37 says John 7 37 in the last day the great day of the feast Jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink so this is what I wanted to pick for you the last day when you have done all things you have worked your entire life you will be thirsty you will be thirsty because everything you have done has a last day so even Jesus waited for them they harvested, they reaped, they cooked food, they were in their enjoyment. On the last day, he stands up and he tells them, I know you are thirsty. This is your last day. Everything is vanished. You are done. Nothing more. I know you are thirsty. But if you desire to drink, now come. It was their last day. I want to tell you, everything Education has the last day. Your job has the last day. Marriage has the last day. When your achievements are useless. When all your, your achievements they have not worked for you. Your last day. 
Sometimes it is always the great day. For example, a child is graduating. His last day of education. There is a great day. Celebration. Maybe a marriage day. Maybe. You know the celebration you do. After people have attained certain successes. Other people will begin even to create memorial day. Memorial day. I'm, I'm now celebrating 10 years in marriage. You see? They're always celebrating. We have now memorial days. But remember, those are all our last days. After everything, Jesus is there. Says, if you are thirsty, come, I will feed you. After you've achieved cars, lands, you have money, you are wealthy, you come on your last day. Nothing else. You feel a longing. You feel a thirst. Jesus is the answer. He says, come. I'll give you my bread and the bread of life. He says, come. I'll quench your thirst. I want to end your emptiness. Praise the Lord. As we have seen John 6, we have seen the beginning of life, which results in hunger. In others, it results in hunger. So you begin your year working to satisfy yourself. That's your beginning of life. As you are toiling, the end result is hunger. You need to be fed. John chapter 7, we see the success. Those that planted in John 6, and, and they were working, now they are reaping. They are in their completion of life. But it ends in fast. While they are eating on the table, Jesus stands up, tells them, I know you are fasting. I want to help you out. Praise Jesus Christ. So we see that uh, in the Passover season, in John chapter 6, the Bible showed that they were coming to the bread to be fed. The people have been laboring, working, because those who work deserve to eat. Praise the Lord. So they have been laboring, they have been working, seeking, striving to find something to satisfy their hunger, but they fail to get it. This case sets forth that people already have everything. They have everything they need. But they end up finding out it doesn't quench their thirst. It doesn't quench their hunger. So they have obtained everything. They have enjoyed everything. Someone is longing to travel to USA. Another travel wants to go to UK. After reaching there, that is their last day. Still they feel they want more. Praise Jesus. Jesus Christ. Amen. No, but but with this all this success, all of our success, all whatever we have gathered, those that you have gained, all the things that you have brought yourself, praise the Lord. They are going to end up causing more thirst. You might celebrate a while, but, but thirst is you must celebrate a while. While. Praise the Lord. Amen. So you must celebrate a while. But at the end of everything, you are thirsty. And that thirst, nothing can fill it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now the better example I've told you, go and read the book of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 1 and chapter 2. He says, I tried everything you can, everything you can think of. And I realized vanity of vanity. Praise Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ is the only reality that can satisfy us. Even as I'm preaching right now, I know some people have been pursuing this and that. Sometimes you say, no, I think I should continue. Let me try one more time. But the thirst never quenched. Praise Jesus Christ. So regardless of whether you're working or resting, because those that rest, it is because they have 
have achieved. But still, you cannot feel your hunger. You cannot feel your quench your thirst. I tell you, you can do anything. You can try anything. You can even have lots of money. You can even come to the highest position you think of. At the end of everything, you will feel the hunger. You will feel the thirst. That is only taken away by the man Christ Jesus. Praise Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. So this is why I always emphasize the Lord is the food of the people who, who are laboring today. is the food of all those people that are working themselves. But it's also going to afford you living water so that you may rest. Praise the Lord. We need to believe and agree that humanity exists in only one of the two conditions you are saying. Either he is labouring and falls into hunger or he has achieved and is now resting but there is thirst. You can't be without these two conditions. Others are pursuing things, working hard, but they need Christ to feed them, take out their hunger, others have achieved, they have everything, everything is completed, but they are thirsty, praise Jesus Christ, this is how it is, one is that because they lack something, they must keep on seeking, the man is not enough, he keeps on working, oh this job is not giving me enough, he strikes the more, oh this one job is not enough, he labors to get the second, because he feels he's not satisfied. Jesus is the answer. Praise Jesus Christ. Others may be even rejoicing, celebrating, enjoying their riches, but at the same time, they feel something missing in them. Now the problem is, when you come to such a level, whereby you are in thirst, you are hungry, most of us go in wrong places, that's why people drink they smoke they go to fornicate they are seeking something but this is not in mind what they are seeking cannot be bought with money that's when they come to Jesus the giver of everything the one that says whoever labor and you are wearing heavy laden come to me he says come to me I will give you rest. Glory to God. Glory to God. You have labored. You are seeking. You are tired. Jesus is the answer. You will find satisfaction in Christ. Praise Jesus. This is why man must work and to labor hard. But he's not going to be satisfied. Praise the Lord. Those that have gone to school, after they come to university, they are labouring over their studies. They, they have just begun maybe in primary. They come to second. They are going to higher studies. They are needing satisfaction. They need satisfaction. But they find none. After he has been graduated, everything has been completed. He has received the degree. This is why he began education. Now he pursues the job. Looking for an excellent occupation. He may get rich. Then he seeks the job, begins business, does investment. At the end of the day, still is feeling fast. The Lord says, Those that are tired, those that labor, come to Jesus that you may have rest in the mighty name of Jesus. For those of you that have already come to Jesus, do your best to eat Jesus that you may be satisfied. Drink Christ that you may be quen the, the thirst may be quenched away. You will have rest for your soul. He says you will find rest for your souls. That is Matthew 11, 28 
you will find rest for your souls. Amen. Amen. No matter the position you are looking for, anything that you are seeking, Christ is the end result. Most of us are in our enjoyment. You have, you have attended the feast. The feast and now you have enjoyed everything. You are eating, you are drinking. Praise the Lord. And as you are eating, you are attending to your, 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 your feast. You still feel the hunger and the thirst. And you still say, what else? This is why Jesus says, whoever is thirsty, come to me. Come to me. I will satisfy you. Praise Jesus. Whether you are in the poor situation or you are in a rich condition, whether you are in a state of poverty or you have plenty, you will realize that you are always either hungry or thirsty. I tell you, you try out. You let me know. Even if a child, a student goes into a foreign country because they are rich at home, they tell him to go and, and pursue education in maybe USA. Even if everything has been achieved, he's, he's feeling the hunger. He has gone into nations for studies. He has acquired the degree, the PhD from that nation because they are wealthy. He, he might even begin to have a job or to begin a big business and becomes very wealthy. But what I tell you, it will end in thirst. Praise Jesus. Amen. Perhaps with the youth, with the young people, you are now considering marriage. You say, I think when I marry, things will be fine. You see, they begin to pursue marriage. They are hungry for a wife. They are hungry for a wife. They are, have, they are hungry for a helpmate. They are hungry for a family. Now he wants to start a family and have children. You see, I want to tell you that even though you have married, even if you have gotten the best wife, even if you have the best children, even if you possess the best of everything, you will eventually, after you achieve 70, 60 years, you feel still there is nothing that you need, that you have not acquired. Praise the Lord. This is what life looks like. The Lord is teaching us this lesson. But tonight we are going to pray this afternoon. We are trusting God to quench every thirst, to feed and satisfy every longing soul. Praise the name of Jesus. May the Lord bring you unto a Passover to feed you and you feed on him as the Lamb of God. May the Lord bring you on the Feast of the Tabernacles that you may receive water to satisfy yourself in the mighty name of Jesus. I know you have pursued education and you have applied for universities but you still be angry. Maybe you have already graduated you are already thirsty. You see, even if you are married, even if you married maybe and say, now I have married, now it is well with me. The end result is going to see to be the need for more. The need for more. Praise Jesus Christ. Amen. This is why we are going to pray. Trusting the Holy Spirit that he can quench every story, quench every Fast. Take out every hunger in the mighty name of Jesus. We praise the Lord for Jesus. He is the bread of life. He is the one that is feeding those that are labor. This is the Christ we are talking about. He has come on your Passover. You have acquired a higher education, but he, Jesus, your higher education cannot be the bread of life. Your, 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 your position that you have acquired cannot be the bread of life. Anything that you think of will never be the bread of life. Jesus himself says, I am the bread of life. He says, I am 
the water of life even right now I want to encourage you by the grace of God pursue Christ seek this man in the name of Jesus it shall be well with you I know you have tried but he says tonight my child, my son my daughter I call you come to me be satisfied only Jesus is our satisfaction only Christ can quench our thirst and you have a rest you enjoy your life praise the Lord glory to God even if you have everything you might have the corn, the wine you have ripped everything you have everything but inside you there is an inner thirst it still persists amen you may rejoice and enjoy the produce of your land what you have acquired from your business but I want to tell you all those things will never be the living water to quench your inner thirst except Jesus they were in enjoying they were feasting but Jesus stood and told them I know you are thirsty come to me I will feed you I will satisfy you praise Jesus Christ is our supply of life Christ is everything he is a bread of life to those that are laboring is the one that supplies with us living water so that we may enjoy the rest praise Jesus glory to God now I want us to pray now I want us to pray say Lord we are here take away our thirst take away our, our hunger we have acquired much but we are missing you we have acquired much but we are missing Christ we are thirsty we are hungry maybe some of us even when you got sent you have gone to Bible school theology you have even started a ministry you are teaching you are preaching you are in your ministry prophesying but you are feeding a thirst you are feeding a hunger still come closer Christ will satisfy you the doctrine will not satisfy you much teaching will not satisfy you gifts will not satisfy you it is only Jesus that is the bread of life it is only Jesus that is the water of life begin to pray Jesus we see man pursuing this and that Jesus we see man pursuing this and that acquiring some of my satisfaction that there is always vanity you alone can help us you alone can satisfy us
Father, in the name of Jesus, your word is true. Your word is truth. We trust in your word. It is working right now. Man is hungry. Man is thirsty. Jesus, you satisfy the longing soul. We release the, the wonderful Christ as bread of life, as water of life to the thirsty world, to the hungry world. Lord, my God, people have been pursuing things, but they still are in vanity. Lord Jesus, may you receive your people. They are coming to you right now. They are thirsty. They are hungry. Lord Jesus, meet them at the point of their needs. They have tried to supply for themselves. They have tried, they have tried to satisfy themselves. They have tried to quench their thirst. They have tried to feed themselves. But they are not seeing satisfaction today. Oh Lord Jesus, we receive you as our water of life. Your spirit has been poured. Your spirit has been poured upon all flesh. As the Bible says, Lord Almighty, that in those days, in the last days, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. You knew that we are thirsty. You, need the, you, you gave us your spirit to satisfy us. Lord, we receive the spirit wherever you are. Receive the spirit of God wherever you are. Receive Christ as your bread of life. Receive the spirit as the water of life. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive Jesus as the bread of life. In the name of Jesus, receive the Holy Spirit as the water of life. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that as I pray right now, I release Christ as a portion of your people. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I receive the power and I release the Holy Spirit unto your people, the power that will quench their thirst. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, set up cases, heal diseases, deliver them, liberate them, because you are the answer. You are the answer. You are the tree of life, Jesus. You are the living water, Holy Spirit. We receive you for our satisfaction in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you're not born again, say, Dear Lord Jesus, today I believe that you died on the cross. You died and resurrected. You died for my sins. Today I believe that you came for me, the one that was lost. I repent of my sins. Forgive me of my trespasses. Cleanse me with your blood in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I am born again. I believe. I choose to drink and to eat on you in the name of Jesus. God bless you. This is Pastor Dennis, Freedom Experience Ministry. We love Jesus. We preach Jesus. We long and we desire that every one of us, you take Christ as your portion. The Lord shall bless you. Continue for following our activities. This has been our lunch hour fellowship. And if you want to get the repeat, always every day in, uh, in the night at 9pm, these messages are repeated for you in case you miss them in the afternoon. But in the afternoon we are always live on the radios and on Facebook. God bless you. Bye bye. This message and partner with Freedom Experience Ministry. Log on to our website www.freedomexperienceministry.org or find us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also call us directly on plus two five six 
Be blessed.